0: Hey guys, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This episode features Jordan Jensen from New York. Hilarious comedian. I saw her when I was at the Cellar uh, watching shows in New York, and uh, wow, she blew me away. So funny. Such amazing stories about dating, and uh, I had to get her on the podcast, so we did this via Zoom. No voice of reason. You'll like this episode. She reveals a lot. Um, Check her out as well. Uh, my upcoming dates, paulfcomedy.com. I'm in Chicago um, doing various shows, small shows, and uh, also at Zany's Laugh Factory and Lincoln Lodge in July. Main shows I'm headlining are July 22nd at Diggs on Canal in Lamont. That will sell out. Uh, then I'm at Salerno's in Oak Park July 23rd with Joey Gomez and Olivia Carter both from the podcast, of course, check that out as well. That should sell out as well. Um, I think I'm in D.C. at the Arlington Improv on August 7th, but right now we might move that date. Um, I'm at uh, Laughing Out Loud in Winter Haven, August 12th and 13th in Florida. And then I'm headlining at CG's Comedy Club in Bolingbrook, August 26th and 27th. Check it out.
1: Subscribe, review, share this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, that's it. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage are my shirts that say Better Call Paul. uh, Donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com. You can get your shirt as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who are injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call. 312-627-1650 or email him at scott at scott Shapiro Legal Dot com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312-627-1650. Scott at Scott Shapiro Legal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Ah!
0: Hey all it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. If you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're listening, you can actually watch this on YouTube because this was done via technology of Zoom. Uh, my guest today, we have no voice of reason, my guest today is a comedian I got to see uh, at the cellar when I was in New York, and I was honestly blown away by your set. Um, I was there watching some friends, and I, I like, it's really hard as a comedian to just laugh really hard at other comedians but the shit you were talking about uh and your point of view was so unique and awesome so before i get get into that jordan jensen everybody Uh uh-oh we lost you
2: Uh oh did you lose me
0: there you are jordan jensen
2: okay hi hi thanks for having me
0: thanks for being on the show i've been i've been singing your praises in chicago um Kind i gotta come through. oh
2: i think i am coming through there to okay. Zaney sue in the fall awesome so, I, I love, love chicago you. i lived there doing for like three months doing carpentry my family's from there or my dad is from there i was named okay. after michael jordan
0: oh wow okay where where is yeah. your father from what area of chicago do you know i don't the suburbs somewhere there okay yeah yeah the uh the story about your dates where uh you're a carpenter and you're basically fixing shit that dude can't fix was fucking hilarious. So, um, oh,
2: well, thank you. Yeah, understand. a lot of that. A lot of comedians, dude, if I could just like do a YouTube tutorial for every comic who moves to New York and just like how to install drywall anchors in an air conditioning unit, it would <laughs> go mean- a lot. It would like be as popular as like the open mic website. You know what <laughs> I mean? i
0: honestly, i think it would i'm i come from a place where i don't know how to fix anything myself uh during the pandemic i watched like youtube tutorials and last night i had to fix the garage door before we called the people and i fixed the sensor i'm like yeah i fucking fixed it and then nice today they're like who fucked up the garbage <laughs> the, the garage opener i was like wasn't me but um yeah I don't know. Anything yeah, I was
2: just on the road with Ron on Hirschberg, who's like one of the most intelligent comics with great jokes. He's very talented, but holy shit, the hand eye coordination,
0: unbelievable. Well, there's two, those are two different things, right? Cause I'm very hand eye coordinated as a former athlete. But when it comes to fixing shit around the house, like I call contractors for everything, everything that, like, even just not changing a light bulb, but pretty close
2: well maybe it's not hand-eye it's more spatial awareness it's more like just like understanding square peg square hole kind of thing you yeah. know what i mean sure. um but yeah
0: it is well that's not fair because you grew up in a carpentry carpentry background right so like
2: yeah i i, I grew up doing carpentry because both my parents are contractors and um yeah, I was just like in some like HGTV pitch meeting, whatever, and in those meetings, they're like, oh, we didn't realize that you actually built stuff. And I was like, what did you think? It's always like that, they're like, what? It, we thought you just were like handy. And I'm like, no, that it's really weird because if a man says they built stuff, it doesn't mean anything to anybody. It doesn't, it just is like, oh, you're like a tradesman who doesn't have, but if a woman does it, it's like mind blowing to people. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's a weird phenomenon.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, the dynamic of traditional roles, right? And people think that that you won't be. But able if to-
2: a man was like, "I'm an excellent seamstress," you'd be like, "Oh, great!" But the carpentry thing, people like, I don't know what it is, but people just—I mean, my mom is a contractor too, and she deals with the same thing where people are just like, "No way! There's no way that you can." It's very, well, it's I, very strange.
0: I figure skated as a child, and there—that's uh, also as far as like people saying, oh really? And then I'm like, no, 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 I, I mean, I'm, you know people assume I'm gay after that. So there, it goes, it cuts both ways.
2: You figure, I've never worn figure skates cause my, I have a hockey family. So it was like <laughs> sacrilegious to
0: go near them. <laughs> like I watch hockey games and I'm just like when are they gonna spin? like that's yeah that's how, i
2: actually am the one in the family who's obsessed with watching figure skating and they oh. all roast me for it but i love it the little outfits get the fuck out of here
0: well, i didn't i luckily i got out before before all that but um but if we're not here to talk about carpentry that's for your htd tv pitch we're here to talk about singlehood now you're well, it's being, related
2: it's hard to date because of the carpentry thing
0: that's what i was going to ask you you think that that's affecting your ability to, <laughs> to secure a, a, a full-time person
2: Um I think the main issue is people think because I am so gung ho like I'm so uh what is it called um I I am I'm very like assertive when it comes to or confident when it comes to pursuing comedy and pursuing carpentry yeah. probably because of each other because I have a trade which allows me to have just like I think a little bit more confidence in general I think that people expect People kind of fall for me who are like looking for like a dad or a mom to to just, and I'm so not attracted to that because I'm like, if I'm this masculine, I need to date somebody who's like this masculine and those people typically want to be with somebody pretty feminine. Right. So it's like, yeah, that's the kind of interesting thing. I end up, I end up getting in relationships with people who are looking for like a coach or like a stepdad. Okay, And that's not attractive to me.
0: Sure. I mean, you're, you're an alpha female, for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah. And you're, you have this ambition with comedy, which also a lot of guys are intimidated by funny women. So you already have something that, that a lot of guys can't handle. And then you add on top of that, that you're probably more skilled at them at, at day-to-day carpentry and just shit around the house. So I'm also
2: a huge pussy in relationships. Like I don't bring the same assertiveness that I do to comedy and carpentry to in relationships. I'm like a little pitch.
0: What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like,
2: do you like like me? Please don't go. When are we going to meet up? Yeah. Like I suck. I mean, I don't suck, but like, uh, because I had contractor parents, I think I was raised in a way where they were just busy working all the time, which gives you that you like kind of, end up replacing that with romantic relationships where you're kind of looking for somebody who's a little apathetic about you to begin with. So I think people are like, oh yeah, strong woman. Like people will DM me and be like, oh, love that you do carpentry and you're so hardcore. And I'm like, no, 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 you're all, I mean, that's fine to like me for those things, but in a relationship I am weak, just weak. Yeah, very weak.
0: You're not weak so much as there's like a confidence is it like a confidence thing you think or just like it's weak i mean i
2: think it's weak i mean i see women do it and i see myself do it i mean being a woman inherently fucking sucks because we our biology is telling us that we like you know need to lock in a mate at a certain age so you're constantly trying to like deal with that and overcome it and be like just ignore it just you know live your life don't think about them yeah and i'm like hyper aware of that and um so I view it as weakness, kind of succumbing to that. Where I think other women are like, "You're allowed, you're allowed to ask for attention, and you're allowed to make demands and ultimatums." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You should. Everybody should be free. And when you come together, it works out." So I think it's yeah, it's like I, I do the thing that I, am against, that I kind of find repulsive, in female behavior.
0: But I am, I definitely fall prey to it. Well, what uh are your parents still together?
2: Fuck no. No, okay. my dad, my mom's a lesbian. Okay. My mom is like
0: All right, a very
2: she dates like very hot young pretty young uh, women. Okay. My dad is de- dead now, but he did the same thing when they split up. And um yeah, so they're very alpha, but they don't they they're they, they can be clingy, but they're both very alpha. They were like best buds, started a, comp- a construction business together. And then my mom was like, I don't really want to live out in the, you know, out on a farm with my dad. I want to live in the city. And then she moved to the city and then she met a woman who was actually my dentist. And then she became a lesbian. And then she met my other mom, Michelle. Okay. And they were together for a long time. Okay. And that was kind of.
0: How old that were was you like- when all this happened?
2: They got divorced when I was two. She okay. dated men. They broke up the business. It was Cosentini Construction, Jensen, whatever construction. They had competing businesses. They fought all the time. My mom became gay. Uh, my dad, you know, dated a thousand women. They both dated every woman in Ithaca where I'm from. Right. And. Uh, Yeah. Then my dad was building a sustainable development and he died. And my mom is now still working on her competing sustainable
0: development. So she she won, she won the big game. Is she married to another woman or is she? No, no. Okay.
2: She's very much, she's a very like avoidant. Like if somebody falls in love with her, she catches the ick immediately and she's like, "Get no, gross, gross. Then she bails. She cheats. She's cheated. Um, She's very oh. macho and very just like, I'm I'm doing my own thing. And if you get in the way, fuck you. Okay. So now she lives uh, alone with a cat <laughs> and her work. She's like writing a book and has this development and is like, she's a brainiac and a contractor. She's like the most impressive person.
0: Is that something ever. you strive to be? Do you look at that and be like, that's a good way for me to be when I'm her age? Or are you kind of like, I don't want to have that. life?
2: I'm. She never talks about it. Like she never is like, I want on a date or I want to go on a date. Um I I'm really she's just a man. So she operates yeah. so she's a man living in a cabin basically, doing all their work, toiling away. And it's only because she's a woman do I do I kind of have the like, aren't you lonely? Is it okay? I mean, maybe people have that for men right. too, but well, guys
0: have that too, but I can see it.
2: Yeah. Is that something so that I
0: think, you would be okay with though? Like if you ended fuck up- Fuck
2: no, I don't wanna be alone. Okay. Fuck no, I wanna be, I mean, I, I don't wanna have a sad man on a lazy boy that we never talk, but I definitely, I probably would have, at the moment that my mom left my other mom, which was like, I forget what happened. She she just was like if you're not like the most intellectual person my mom leaves you I probably would have pushed through and been okay with a le- less intellectual person that was like a cheerleader for me so I think I'm a little bit more tolerant of people than my mom is but I don't really know I mean I don't I don't know if I have a desire to have kids I definitely I mean nobody wants to be alone when they're older because then all the but I don't know then you see old people together and they don't seem very happy so. No, it's the
0: lose.
2: Yeah. It, I, is, it does seem like a lose lose. Yeah. Unless I, you date later in life. That's why I'm like a little bit more chill about it. Cause I've been going, I've been asking audiences, I've been like that are in love, these like old couples. And I'm like, when did you meet? And I swear to God, nine times out of 10, they're like this year. And I'm like, oh, so this is the trick. You just get married a couple of times and then you are happy. Yeah.
0: You know, you're pursuing comedy. It's like, that's like your that's like your thing right now, and then later that's my you, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And when you're later, when you've achieved whatever it is that success is for us, and you're like, okay, now let's let's date, and you're like six years old. You know who knows that might be the way. Yeah,
2: I am like a little bit of a love addict, though. I definitely am always going through a breakup. I mean, I'll like write breakup jokes and then go through another breakup, and haven't stopped t- telling those first. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they just right.
0: roll into. New break it's like you're like the taylor swift of comedy you're just doing it for the for oh the
2: god comedy. yes it's oh, not yeah. good
0: hey what but it's up? fun what's yeah what's the what's the longest relationship you've had two years two years that's legit were you an adult or like in high school
2: um let's see i, I did it long. in college two years and, and then and uh, when I first moved to New York, I was with somebody for two years. Okay, so that's legit. And then I was just with somebody for a year and a half.
0: Um, Covid. That's impressive. A year and a half during COVID. It's like five years normal. Life. It was bad. It was. We should have ended it so long ago. But it was. Did you live with the person?
2: Fuck no no, no. I lived with Zach the the two year guy. Okay. And that was like, I don't know. That was almost like we were living together to just like ease into New York and then we could separate. But the COVID one was like a fuck buddy that the sex was so good that we were like, can we just force this even though we don't get along at all? Right. And um, COVID almost helped it. I mean, we definitely fought a lot, but it was almost nice because we could just like pretend to be a normal couple Mm because we would just like have sex and then do our own thing and then have some more sex. But then once life started up again and I was doing shows and he was going back to his life, it was like, oh yeah, we don't even, nothing is, we're not the same people at all. We're not even close, this could never work. (laughs) But he's still a good friend of mine. But that was like, the COVID thing was weird because everybody like played house. Yeah. And some people it killed. I feel like people who actually could have been good couples ended it Mm -hmm. because they were like, it was too fast too soon, but I feel like, for some people it like that shouldn't be together, they just like played pretend the whole time and then it imploded afterwards. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it just, I don't, I don't know if I agree with you on people that could have made it because I feel like COVID made you spend more time with that other person than you would otherwise have. And it expedited what was gonna happen anyway, like in a few years. Cause then you're like, I can't deal with this all the time like if you hated someone for the way they chewed you can get away with it because you only have to see it once once every once in a while but if every meal they're chewing and you're like ah this is this is too much or whatever the yeah issue. but it
2: was also it wasn't what life would look like like life looks like two one person going to work or two both right. people going to work this was like chaos on the I planet about- I mean it was chaos right. Dif- different right. what was that I don't know Go ahead. Varying degrees of like uh politics. Like everybody was like being basically asked, like, what are your po- politics? And we were like, I don't know. I'm right, I never had to care about this before. Right. It, yeah, I don't know. And it was like you wouldn't live in a one-bedroom shitty place with somebody if you went on the proper trajectory. Yeah. So then
0: that was too. It just was But people who were married for years didn't survive oh, they split up yeah because you now see who, you're stuck with the person that you are just okay with like if you were just like yeah. kind of like you were with the relationship where you're like okay well let's see if we can fake this because the sex is so good that's what people who are married with were doing do all shit. the time and then they're like oh this is not i am not going to live my life the world might end tomorrow i want to at least have one year in italy or whatever the fuck they wanted to do yeah maybe
2: that's a good thing
0: but that's different for I think people like us who are are creatives we're pursuing something that we actually are passionate about theoretically at least Mm -hmm. so we don't have we we have the luxury of like walking away from situations whereas people who are married that work in jobs that they don't really care about or you know they're working for the man or something it's not the same so
2: There is, there's something that I hate. I don't know what it is, like what exactly the mentality is. But like when people say, like when I'm like, why did you guys break up? And they're like COVID. There's something about that that I'm like, bullshit, dude. No, it's not what broke you up. You know what I mean? Like it was, because there's always endurance tests that you have to face in life. There's like, but that was really, I mean, you'd be surprised how many audience members are like, it was covid and i'm like that doesn't covid that's ex- how you lost your sense of smell not your life partner that does covid
0: make sense. just like it, it expedited things that were yeah. already uh, brewing for lack of yeah. A but yeah well what what um if you go back and look at these guys that you've dated is there a pattern that you see of what you what your type is or are you like all over the place or you learn from one mistake you're like okay i'm never going to date someone like that again
2: Yeah, there's like a pretty obvious pattern. It's like, I fall in love with somebody who's really avoidant and not that into me. Okay. They wreck me. And then I, and then somebody falls for me who's like emotional and sad, not sad, but emotional and uh, less mean and very kind and supportive. And then I wreck them.
0: Okay, so it's just a roller coaster of love.
2: That's pretty much every time.
0: Okay. I'm watching it
2: happen now and it's like, yeah, and I'm right now. I'm trying to pump the brakes on it and not, you know, because somebody, somebody, you know, I fall for people who are mean and and, and independent and like uh uh too honest and a little yeah, I guess callous like I am, which I am attracted to, <laughs> and then and then they end up, you know, that end up. Sp- you know, breaking my heart and then somebody is really nice to me and i'm like see this is what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to be with somebody like this and then i catch the ick you know they do something that they cry or something in a movie and i'm like no we're done i mean we have to stop
0: is there anything um, that's not callous in new york i feel like everyone has like a level of callousness uh just built in when you when you the minute you like step off a a plane in LaGuardia, you're just all sudden like ready for something bad to happen
2: no because they're all new york new yorkers are like what's the word
0: they're um huh (laughs) callous
2: well they're not callous i I guess it's not callous isn't the word they're they might be jaded yes they might be angry yes but they're quite um
0: realistic or uh um,
2: like depressed pessimistic (laughs) almost like romantic in a way that is like you kind of need to be in order to live there like you kind of have to have delusions about yourself oh, in order to delusional. live there. Del- yeah
0: delusional pessimist- pessimism
2: right so the callous people are like I can think of a few comedians but they are typically people who come from blue-collar places or blue-collar backgrounds mm-hmm. and they're way more like New York is just a playground that I'm operating in and I'm trying to get shit done Right and and then there are the people who are like I'm a New Yorker I'm sad and I'm and those people are I'm not very attracted to I'm not attracted to the sentimentality in any respect and I feel like a lot of New Yorkers have this sentimental uh, severity to them that I'm like get the fuck out of here.
0: Oh, where are you meeting these guys uh, that- uh, I only
2: date comics. It's a horrible thing that I do. And serious? The tr- oh,
0: that's the worst. It's thing. really bad.
2: It's really bad. Yes. That's the one- I mean, I don't only, oh, the two-year no. guy was a musician, but I have to stop. That's-
0: I always tell comics to date musicians, but comics dating other comics is just a bad, bad, bad thing. No? I mean, you say you keep doing it. Why?
2: <laughs> well, it's easier for men. Men are like- Men don't have to date comics. There's women everywhere who are constantly chomping at the dick bit. But (laughs) women in comedy were surrounded in men. First of all, they're funny men. Second of all, they're hitting on us. Third of all, they are not going to be intimidated by us. They know the lifestyle. Right. And they see the hottest sides of you. Like they're hanging out with you at 3 a.m. in the back of a club or you're both walking to the train at night after a spot and you're all manic from the set and you're with them. It's like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna do the apps. So maybe a musician, but musicians aren't, I mean, my musician friends are funny, but like I do date musicians, funny musicians, but yeah, I mean, comedians, you just end up having a crush on one of them and then one thing turns into another. You can't really help it. It's the funniest, it's all the funniest people funneled into the most funny category. Right. in new york and then you're just like one of three women and you're like sure i'll i'll have my pick yeah but it all depends on what you're attracted to i'm not like attracted to i'm attracted to funny um analytical people which is right. comics
0: i mean some of the funniest people i know and grew up with are not comedians they're lawyers doctors whatever i mean there is funny out there, but
2: yeah, but they're dating like a beautiful Midwestern woman who like they're not dating a rapscallion raccoon person who stays out till 3am and eats like other people's fries for dinner and then jumps around and does five spots and comes home in the middle of the night wanting to have a manic debrief on the set like they're dating a woman who's like, yeah, a woman or like a, you know, a
0: good partner. Yeah, the the schedule and mentality is definitely something that makes it hard to date a regular, uh, a normal person.
1: But I do yeah. think
0: uh, comedians dating musicians is okay. But haven't you experienced the downside of dating comedians, especially for women? I feel like when it goes south, women are usually the ones that get more of the brunt of the negativity, as opposed to guys. In the comments. I-
2: don't know about that i would say it's the opposite and i don't want to admit that uh, but i do think it's i because like at you know like this most recent guy he showed up to a spot that we were both on and you know it's like it all depends on who has the you know my friends took my side And, and i didn't say anything negative about him but they you know he definitely felt the sensation of them being like what's up You know, and I think that men, when they break up with somebody, they're like, we broke up at school, I don't wanna talk about it, bye. Women, when we break up with somebody, we're like, can everybody just sit down for a second? I have to tell you every single detail. Uh So I think that men keep it to themselves and women don't. It's like, think about, if I think about my male friends and the girls they've broken up with, I don't see those girls that are like, what's up, bitch? But if I see a girlfriend and a guy who's dumped her, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, it's just, it's a different, it is a it's a different thing cuz women even if we say the nicest things we still are when we are wounded you want to save us right whereas men try to hide that they're wounded so there's less of an right. impulse to be cruel to the other person yeah. but i've i'm also an expert at dealing with it because i've done it for so long i i mean you have to just like you have to let it go like once it's over you have to like be okay with seeing them you have to like make amends and have them be, you know, cultivate some sort of relationship where you can, this most recent time when I ran into him, I literally closed the door in his face and was like, no, 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 no. Because I wasn't ready, but it is like, you also have to have humor behind it, but yeah, if it's like a gnarly breakup, I don't know, I never really had a gnarly breakup. I, I am still friends with most of my exes.
0: Oh, that's good.
2: Gnarly breakups are crazy to me. I mean, I feel like it's, I don't even know how that really happens. I mean, I get being heartbroken, but having like a horribly tumultuous thing where somebody wrecks your life is like, even my ex who cheated on me, I was like, that's okay. You, we have to break up. That I mean, it sucks. It's like a bummer, but I'm not going to be mad that now I know we have to break up before you wasted two more years. Right. I'm not a grudge person.
0: I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have gnarly breakups at all. I still am friends with most of my exes. But the problem you face when you have two people who are wounded. I mean, comedians are all kind of wounded on some level. Yeah. It's it's more likely than not. Maybe you've been lucky where you've been able to be the mature one to be like, OK, let's not do some crazy avoidant shit here or, or handle this adult wise. But I feel like in a professional setting, like, every other job they tell you don't you can't date other people at your job we don't have an hr department so
2: i know it's crazy i was thinking about that the other day that we don't have hr isn't that bizarre
0: it's a weird feeling this, this podcast is like an hr so i always yeah feel, so
2: but uh, yeah it is yeah if somebody does something to you at work you just have to go home it's time for you to go home but yeah i mean i don't know i think that it's like it's like any friend group if you date somebody in the friend group you're gonna see him you have to deal with it I mean sure this most recent time where I got rocked by a guy who broke up with me I was like god damn it I wish that I did not have to see this person um but then there's like the really fun times where you guys are booked on shows together and it's fun and I don't know it's kind of just like I don't really know how I would do the other side of it. I mean, how I don't meet anybody outside of comedy. I'm not going to go out with somebody who DMs
0: me. What about, carpenters? Like, what? what about carpenters? You have a passion for carpentry. You can date other carpenters. How? I don't know. There's got to be some sort of union you could join and be like, hey, I don't, I, I feel like even if you're on, I know you, why, you First of all, you said you don't use the dating apps. Why is that?
2: I can't. First of all, I can't stand I because I hate everyone. I mean, I really do. I hate most people.
0: Um, Sorry about that. I don't know what that is. Go ahead.
2: I find the dating apps depressing. Uh, I always bail on the date before they begin. (laughs) The two people I've met on dating apps are just like buddies of mine now. One of them ended up working for me on the job site, but. I don't know there's like a whole i just like you, whole,
0: you have what? you have an interest in carpentry right uh, i don't
2: no absolutely not I man I, I i love houses i mean i like walker i i love how things are built and that's
0: but you, like, you said earlier you like guys who are like analytical but also you're attracted to funny you're attracted to like guys who know a, like alpha guys just capable people very capable fine capable that's 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 still something there's got to be you know adam carolla was a carpenter before he became a comedian there's got to be a new version of adam carolla that's you know more attractive and and more open-minded out there that's a carpenter
2: right but what do I have to worry about the
0: whole i don't know i just think there's not like a
2: singles meetup for carpenters you know what i mean and carpenters have wives that are like I mean, I've dated Carpenter, they, they end up, they want, they, they're want if they're a masculine people usually want like a very feminine person. So the other thing is, I don't have, when would I do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's the other thing is like, when, what, what you have to make it, I mean, my buddy's date, it's a full it's a part-time job a lot in New work.
0: York. I agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, it's. I, I would rather be alone than fucking. Yeah. Be like, let's meet up at this place and eat tacos in front of each other. And like, ta- oh, I don't want to tell one more person how many siblings I have. Like, it's just a nightmare. Whereas at the stand up, they're like, you just watched my set. You just watched me have a meltdown in the back. You watched me, you've seen me, you've been around me. We've grown up together on the mic scene, almost like you know me. Great, you've seen, you've seen all
0: of it. Okay, so when you're dating a comedian, let's yeah. say you guys are both on the same show. What about the dynamic where one of you guys crushes and the other person has a bad set? Are you honest with that person because you're in a real relationship, or do you be like, "Yeah, you fucking, you know, you, you'll get them next time"? Or I mean, how do you how do you not address that and without being kind of callous in a way, but also caring? You know that that alone is uh, why we need an HR department. You know, like.
2: Well, I I mean, I don't date people that wouldn't want, that aren't like lucid to their set. Like most comics at this level are like, that sucked. And you're like, yeah, you know what I mean? Or you're like, no, it wasn't that bad. You you know, but nobody, no comic at my level is going to be like, fuck you, it wasn't bad. And if they are like, yikes, you know, people are pretty lucid to their set. And also, I mean, my problem is when people run bits by me, that's an issue I have because I'm like, most of the time i'm like just you know what it is most of the time i give them a tag but then they don't want to use a tag their girlfriend gave them that's a big thing
0: yeah that's true that's a funny or one. If something happens where you're both there it's like who gets the bit you know there's all kinds of weird shit like that what what about okay so clearly you're gonna continue to date other comedians and and go on this cycle of uh avoided behavior uh I mean out. a
2: cycle is the cycle that I described to you before one is a ceramicist one's an artist one's a musician one's a comic so yeah. I will say I might I like date and sleep around sometimes with comics but I I've had a very I've only dated like one comic long term okay so it is like it's just kind of right now the people that I end up dating are comics but that's because you walk on stage you say I'm single I went through a breakup and the next thing you know sure. you're fucking you
0: know what about, uh, are, you, are you, you say you don't know about kids, but do you think you want to be in like a monogamous traditional yeah. relationship? Okay. So you are. I mean,
2: when I don't like the person then I am open to being open. Yeah. When I'm shopping around, Shop- but if I really like somebody, I, I like to be monogamous, but I don't know how I feel about the whole relationship. I mean, I think it has a two year mark on it and then you kind of have to, I mean, they fizzle. in in this day and age
0: absolutely and i think that what you said earlier makes a lot of sense i i i I agree like finding love later in life after your ambition for comedy or whatever it is that you're pursuing is probably good because then you can spend time with someone and you know focus on their needs and be less self more selfless you know pursuing whatever you want um but I, I still stand by my no comedy rule, no comedian rule.
2: No comedian, you don't date any comedians.
0: Never. Yeah. Mm. I'm always like, there's always like there's been a couple of times when I'm like oh, it's too bad. Like one of us has to quit comedy. So like, but yeah, I, I don't I don't want to do it. It just it creates a fucking weird dynamic. But maybe if My dream under- is to
2: date an ex-comic. That's why I dream. Yeah,
0: Somebody who's really done happens.
2: comedy and they're like, fuck that.
0: Yeah, that gets the struggle, like what we deal with, that's the way to go or uh, yes. someone that's like already super successful it's like okay we're not you get it and I don't have to worry about any sort of dynamic that's kind of co-worker-y
2: yeah because even my I mean I'm friends with a lot of male comics and their girlfriends are just miserable because they're just like yeah. out all the time and half of doing comedy is hanging not yeah. at clubs but like with each other and yeah. I don't know it does it is like a big it is a big part of it and it is hard for people to understand that what you're doing is work Yeah, you know and people right. are like you were just out drinking it's like right. yeah but I was drinking with you know Bill Burr or whatever you know like I was it's an important Bill thing work. to be doing yeah. it's networking as they say yeah networking and yet showing your face around and around showing your face. I mean, the amount of times i've gone to a place and then the next day they're like hey come do the show like it just that's how you like get get going in comedy
0: yeah. Out of state, yeah if you're out of mind they don't remember who the fuck you are so i get it yeah well jordan we're uh we're out of time oh wow where, okay where can people find out more about you and your upcoming projects and what stuff you got coming up
2: um I have a website, Jordan Jensen Comedy.com. I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Jordan Jensen L O L Stop. That's where I post a lot of stuff, show dates. Awesome. Um, I'm dropping a really good podcast soon with me and my mom. And we like tackle ph- philosophical a lot, subjects like this Fuck and philosophy. What's philosophy. It's very what's very it funny and
0: good. What's it called? Do you have a name for it?
2: We don't have we're pitching it to networks. It might be mom or mom pod.
0: unclear okay I love it I love it awesome thank you so much yeah thank you I really appreciate this and uh and everyone go check that out as well um thank you all for listening to another edition of singles only podcast